Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 760. My name is Scott Volker, and I'm here to help you build a future-proof business so you can create the ultimate freedom. But you have to, and there's always a but, you have to take what you learn here in this podcast and take action, and you can become the amazing seller of your life. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Well, hey, welcome back to this brand building series. If you are tuning in to just this episode and you missed the last two episodes, you're probably going to want to go back and listen to those. These are going in order. All right. As we are talking about building a brand, whether that is from scratch or it's taking the current brand that you have and growing it and building it even bigger with really the main focus here is how do we get traffic externally? How do we build the email list? How do we build these external assets? And that's really what we're doing here. Now, in episode 758, that was part one of this series, and that's where we went through niche selection and market validation. Now, if you also have not gone through the brand creators growth checklist. If you haven't gone through that, you're going to want to do that. It's where I actually take you through the process for validating the market, but also seeing that you can do what we're about to do here today in this episode as well. So brandcreators.com is where you'll find that resource there. I also have a training video, actually a couple training videos there, walking through a couple of examples of what it looks like to really identify the market, but also validate the market so we can do these things that we're about to do next in this session and then all of the other ones that are going to follow. All right, so definitely go check that out, brandcreators.com. Go through the checklist, totally free, and uh, you'll be able to start really understanding and identifying if your market is able to do what we're about to do here today. All right, so again, part one, we identified our market. We validated it has potential for growth, and that really comes down to traffic and income. And uh, the way that you're going to want to validate that, if you haven't done so already, is go through that episode, all right, 758 but then also go to brandcreators.com and grab that checklist and go through that, all right? And then part two was once it passes the initial validation, then we want to create our home base, our website, and this is going to be where everything is going to reside. It's something that we are going to own. We are going to be able to build out and really drop these seeds of content and other various assets to drive people back to our home base where we'll have the control of our customer experience or even just the people in our market that come to our site and guiding them in the right direction and becoming the resource, the best resource in our market. And that's really what I want you to be thinking along those lines as far as I want you to think about being a resource, a very valuable resource in your market. And a perfect example of this is a good friend of mine, Alex from Travel Fashion Girl. She is the go-to website for travel. And when you go there and you want to go on a certain trip, she's got certain checklists for uh, going on that trip, all right? So she is a guide, in a sense, and a resource to the market, all right? So again, make sure that you do that. Everything else that we're about to do won't matter if you don't do the initial uh, market validation and then from there, building out your home base, all right? And I go through everything on what you need to do in that episode as well, all right? So... Let's get to it. We've got a lot to cover. When I was going through this, I actually mapped out everything through this process. And as I was going through it, I was like, man, I really need to chunk this down. But I want to give you some really good examples of uh, of how you do all this. All right. So what we're going to talk about today, like I said, is really content strategy planning. 
We're going to be, be able to identify different content uh, ideas and concepts and buckets, as I call them, that will attract the right people. So this way here, we can get traffic, but we can also then have people come in, join our email list or buy a product, whether that's an affiliate product, whether that's our own product. We have just so much more control once we have the traffic, all right? So the first thing that we need to decide is, and you're going to want to write this one down, what content should you create for your market, all right? Like what, what is your market already consuming and what can you get in front of them? The one thing that I don't want you to uh, to really get stuck on is, and I hear this from a lot of people that are going in this direction of building out a brand is, well, doesn't uh, a site already have all this information or don't other people already have this information? Why am I going to be able to put my content out there and then, you know, Google's going to index me over them? There's a lot of different reasons, but we're really starting with the long tail. We're starting with the long tail and that just, and I'll get into that. I'll get in, I'll get into exactly how you identify that, but we're not going after the garlic press, right? We're not going after just bass fishing. We're not going after just woodworking. We're going after various long tail searches and content for the market. So I just want you to just keep that in mind and don't have the limiting belief that you can't go out there and create something because someone's already done it. That's just a bunch of crap. I don't believe that. Um, and I, I don't think you should believe that either. I think there's room out there in any market to become a really good resource. And even if you just niche it down or sub niche it down, which we talk about in uh, part one and in the uh, the growth validation checklist, I go through that so you can sub niche down and then you can, as long as you don't go too niche, we can always come back out of that and go wider. All right. So again, that's why it's important that you get that stuff done in the first and in, in the first part in this process before we even get to where we are today. All right. So how do we find out what content that we can create for our market? Well, number one is we're going to use our friend Google. All right, and we're going to let them tell us what we should be considering as content, as what people are searching for, okay? And so I'm just going to give you some examples, and I'm going to give you also some exercises that you can do to uh, to go through this and start to identify some opportunities for you. And you're going to want to write this stuff down, so if you're listening to this in the car or you're listening to this on a run or whatever, you're going to want to come back to this episode and you're going to want to grab a notepad and go through this exercise. You can always go to the show notes as well at theamazingseller.com forward slash 760 and everything will be there. All right, so first thing is you want to start with Google and what you want to do is you want to let them suggest what those keyword searches are. All we're doing right now is we're just starting to identify what the market is searching for, okay? So, give you an example. I'm gonna be using woodworking. I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. I'm not gonna use garlic press. I'm not gonna use bass fishing. I'm gonna use woodworking in this example, okay? Because I think it's, um, it's just, it's interesting, okay? So, if I type in woodworking, okay, the first thing that comes up as I hit the space bar, I type in woodworking, all one word, and I hit the space bar, uh, it'll come up and it'll tell me the first suggestion. And guess what that is? Tools. Well, first off, I'm like, holy crap, like that's great because people are searching for tools for woodworking. So that can turn into a product or affiliate products, but that's down the line. We're not there yet. Okay. But that's one that comes up. The other one that comes up is projects, woodworking projects, right? It makes sense. Okay. And uh, the other one that comes up is woodworking plans. 
okay? So we have woodworking tools, woodworking projects, woodworking plans, all right? So it's just giving us an idea of what the market is looking for and also is there content that can be created around these suggestions, okay? The other thing, and again, I'm writing these all down, right? Or I'm putting them in a, in a spreadsheet, all right? So the next thing is if you just put a, a word in front of woodworking, so let's try best, right? So if I put in best woodworking, it will say maybe for beginners or maybe it'll say for kids or maybe it'll say best woodworking apron or bench or classes or desk. Well, you know how I got all those? If you kind of go back and listen to that, that's A, B, C, D. Okay. So what I did there was, is I can type in either best woodworking A, let it fill it in or bed uh, or best woodworking B bench comes up or bed, or I keep saying bed, best woodworking C, classes, right? Uh, Clamps is another one. So all I'm doing is I'm kind of using the alphabet there. And again, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Or you can just let it kind of come out and suggest something just randomly like I did in the beginning, like woodworking, and then it just immediately says the top one is plans or tools or projects. But this is a way that you can elaborate on this, okay? Now, another word that you can use is for. So it could be woodworking for, right? So woodworking for beginners, kids, right? We kind of already identified those. Okay, best woodworking could also be, like I said, tools. So all of this stuff is happening just by doing some simple searches, all right? Now, in a minute, I'm going to show you also how we can look and see it you know, at the, the data or a little bit of the data, and I don't take the data like a hundred percent, but it does give me a good idea of the potential. Okay. And also gives me more ideas. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that as we keep drilling in here. All right. So the other one to use another word is can woodworking. All right. So if you type in can woodworking, well, it's going to say make money. That's what it says. I didn't make that up. That's what it says. Can wood, can woodworking make money? So if someone's a woodworker, they're like, I wonder if I can make money doing woodworking, right? So that's a suggestion. That's a post I could create. Five ways you can make money doing woodworking, right? I could create a post about that. People are searching for that. They're going to find my, my post. I know that they're into woodworking. And guess what? If they're into woodworking, they're probably going to want to know maybe how to create a workbench. Maybe they're going to want to know best tools. Maybe they're going to want to know um, where to get plans. All of that stuff, it leads people over to my home base where then I can educate them or give them the resources they're looking for. All right. So can woodworking make money? That's just, again, that came up by me putting in can and then woodworking and then letting it fill in. Okay. Now, another tool you can use, and there's a free version of this tool as, as the time of, or at the time of uh, recording this, it's ask the public. If you go to ask the public, what it's going to do is it's going to give you a visual map uh, or like a little diagram of all of these little words that it puts in front of the seed keyword that you're putting in. So in this case, uh, can, or I'm sorry, woodworking would be the seed word. And it's going to then use words like can, how, when, are, will, where, how, I already said how, etc. right? So that's the, that's what it's going to do. And it's going to give you all of these front, 
words, right, that then have woodworking in it, and then it'll give you more ideas. And what you're going to do here is you're going to want to build a list of ideas and also learn the content being created for the market by doing these searches. If that's all it does is give you an idea of what the market is searching for, but also you shouldn't be at this stage because you should have already did some of this back in uh, part one, because if you're at this stage and you're like, well, I can't really find any good content. Well, we missed something there, right? We missed something in part one. And that's why it's so important that you go through the brand creators growth checklist. All right. If you haven't done so brandcreators.com, go there. That will be there. The free video training will be there. And once this series is all done, I'm going to be including this all there as well. All right. So again, I want this to be everything that you, uh, that you have at your fingertips so you can go through this process. All right. So ask the public great resource. I highly recommend it. All right. It doesn't give you any numbers or any data. It just gives you ideas. All right. So the next question that I want to ask is what content topics that can be ranked in Google if I was to go out there and create them, right? Like we can go there and get all these ideas, but if we don't know if we have an opportunity or a chance to rank because it's just too competitive, then why do it? All right. Now I will say this, and I'm going to recommend a tool here in a minute, and I'm not an affiliate for it. Uh, it's actually a free tool. Uh, so, uh, you know, use it. I use it. It works great for, you know, getting some, getting some data, but then also getting some more ideas, but also giving you an idea of if you think that it's getting traffic at all, um, which again, I don't always go by that, but anyway, um, so what topics can we create content around that can get ranked in Google without that much work with just creating some content? All right. And the tool I'm talking about is called Uber suggest. So like Uber, you go, you know, you go get a, an Uber to take, take a ride over, you know, cross town. That's the, the same way it's spelled Uber suggest it's by Neil Patel. Neil Patel has been known in the industry for SEO and search engine optimization and all of that stuff for years. Now he created a tool. It's brilliant because it's a free tool that has a lot of features that a lot of paid tools have, but his whole uh, blue sky in this thing is to give people this free tool. When people do these audits on their website or they do these keyword researches, they know, or he knows that they are interested in ranking better or getting SEO help. And he has an agency. So if you want help, you can reach out to his agency, set up a call, and then they can, uh, they can help you. And I mean, it ranges from $2,500 a month all the way up to probably 15, $20,000 a month, um, for having his service. So he's creating this service as, you know, a free service, but it's also a lead capture for people that are interested. Same thing that we're talking about when we get into our email list building, which we'll be talking about here shortly in an upcoming session. But right now, I just want you to understand this tool. It is a really great resource, but again, don't just look at the numbers and go, oh, that one gets more searches, so I'm going to write that one. Don't just go by that because that can get you in trouble. Here's why. You can write an article that says it only gets 10 searches a month, and it turns out it gets 300 or 400, or maybe it got 10 searches a while ago, but now all of a sudden it's going to get more. You can't base your decision. If your market is searching for it, or if your market could use this help, create it. Like that's my, that's my go-to always, right? Like if I want my resource, right, site, my home base to have the best information then I want to put it on there regardless, right? Okay. So use this tool as a guide to get more ideas, but also, yes, look at some of the potential traffic. I mean, of course, 
but don't let that deter you if you see it only gets 10 searches a month, okay? Because again, we don't know that that's 100% accurate, okay? All right, the other thing is, and this is really, really important, is what I like to do is once I start doing these searches for keywords, like if I go in and I and I put in woodworking apron, and then it, it uh, takes that that search and it brings back other related ones, I'm also going to want to look at the websites that are ranking for that keyword. And then it gives you this information, by the way. Then from there, I'm going to take that that uh, domain name, that, uh, that website address, and I'm going to search that site inside of Ubersuggest, and it is going to tell me, okay, the potential traffic that it's getting right now. Like it'll tell you it's getting, you know, 10,000 organic searches per month or traffic uh, numbers per month. It'll tell you that. So it also then will give you all of the top, uh, the top keywords and the top articles or content that is being published that's driving most of the traffic. So again, we can do a little bit of spy work in a sense on a, a website that is similar to the one that we're building or related to it. All right, so again, it validates a little bit further, but it also gives us ideas of content that the market is uh, resonating with, all right? So I always find other websites to explore um, their content, their keywords that they're ranking for, and also there's there's some really cool stuff that you can look at as far as like how long it's been, uh, it's been up and running, um, the trend on, on traffic, their backlink profile. You, can, you look at a whole bunch of stuff, but we're not gonna get into that because it's not important right now. So we want to decide what content topics that we feel like we can rank for in Google, all right? So again, that's another another exercise for you to do, all right? Now, the next part in this is what product type pieces of content could I create that would attract buyers? Well, we've already kind of identified this, right? Best woodworking clamps, Okay, so if I did the C, I would have went best woodworking C and it would have came up with clamps, right? And I did all this before I actually recorded or, you know, I'm jumping on here is I went through and did this. So I had these keywords so I can give you some examples of what this would look like. All right, so why do we want to create like a piece of content that's around a product? Well, there's a lot of different reasons. We'll get into that when we start talking about how to monetize our content, but it's a great way to get people over to our website that are looking for products. Once again, we did this pre-work, if you want to call it that, in the uh, part one in the niche selection and market validation. We did that as part of that validation. Are there products out there that are selling to the market? Well, now what I'm starting to discover as I'm looking at the keywords that are being searched for is that these are also related to certain products. And it makes sense, right? If you're into woodworking, there's a lot of different tools and a lot of different accessories that could be used uh, for woodworking, right? So I did best woodworking and then I came up with clamps, tools, router, chisel, Okay, now the next thing that I want to do is I want to go, okay, let me go on over to Amazon and let me do the auto suggest little trick there and see what some of the top products are there or what is being sold to the market there. Again, I can write some content about this. So woodworking, I just type that in tools and then underneath that is clamps and then aprons and then chisels and then masks, square, compass, right? So that's telling me that I could write about five different types of clamps, maybe five different aprons, five different chisels, or the top 10 chisels for woodworking, um, masks, uh, or maybe you can do the ultimate starter kit, 
right? And then I'm saying, well, well, they want clamps, they want aprons, they want chisels, they want masks, they want squares, they want compasses. Okay, that's what I'm going to do, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer that in a contest or a giveaway when I start to build my list. Again, that's down the, lo- down the line, but we're going to get there, all right? But that's why I'm doing this work now because I, I do want to start writing content and start publishing content, whether you're doing video, whether you're doing uh, written, I want to start addressing and serving the market with what they are searching for, all right? So what product types uh, of content that attracts a buyer is being published and searched for right now, okay? So that's that's one to do, okay? Do that exercise as well, all right? Now, the next thing is what how-to content is being posted, okay? And the best way to find your how-to content is to go to our other friend, YouTube, all right, go to YouTube and search just like we did here. Okay, you're gonna want to use the auto suggest and see what it is saying from the very first search. Okay, and what you want to do is you want to see what type of how to content. So just type in woodworking and then it's going to start populating for beginners. And then it's going to, in that video, you're going to see what a beginner is looking for because they've already identified this stuff for you. All right. And then what you want to do, and this is a little, a little trick here, is you want to then find a channel, okay, that has been created already that is delivering content about your market. And a lot of it will probably be how to, or uh, maybe reviews on products, any of that stuff, but I'm looking for how to, but then what I'm going to do is I'm going to explore that channel and I'm going to look through all their videos. And what I'm going to do then is I'm going to filter. They have a little filter in YouTube right on the right hand side, depending on what browser or if you're on the the phone, but there's a filter and you can search uh, that channel by the most viewed or the most popular. The other thing you can do is, and you can see how long they've been posting, is you can go to the oldest or you can do the newest, all right? So all I'm doing is is I'm really starting to identify, even if I'm not going to publish videos, I am going to want to use this as a resource of what the market is consuming, all right? Now, how-to content can be very detailed, uh, you know, content that is written out, and then uh, you have pictures uh, that that support the how-to, or you can take that same idea and then create a video, all right? So there's a lot of different ways you can do it, but all I'm doing right now is I'm trying to, I'm trying to collect as much of this information and starting to learn and understand what the market is searching for. And then I'm going to start looking for holes or easier opportunities to be, uh, to be gaining traffic through these assets that I'm going to be potentially building. All right. Now also, uh, you know, we are looking to get indexed by Google and you know, in a, in a, I say, you know, three to five months generally is how long it takes. It can be quicker, but we're also going to be able to speed that up once we start building our email list, which will come a little bit later. And then what we can do is once we have these pieces in place, we can start directing people on our email list over to these pieces of content. And that's also going to help things. All right. A little note here. Okay. Most of these videos will be how to or product reviewed videos. I'm telling you right now, guys, low hanging fruit is going to be you just finding products that are in your market and doing some reviews or some deep dives, looking in at those products, how they're being used, uh, what you like about them, what you don't like about them. I mean, how many times, I know I have, how many times are you looking to buy something and then you just, you want to see a review on it? Not just a written review on Amazon, you wanna see someone that's unboxed it. A lot of us do, I do that. So that is useful, 
right? And if you're in this space, like if you're going after a space like woodworking, if you are a passionate woodworker, then this is going to be easy for you because all you're going to do is go out in your workshop and you're going to start taking one product at a time and doing a review about it. And most likely it's a name brand like Craftsman or uh, maybe it'll be DeWall or whatever. And people are looking for specific routers, right? You're going to be able to then also piggyback on that brand name. All right. Again, that's for another time, but I'm just saying like that is low hanging fruit. And so many people get hung up. Like, I don't know what content I'm going to create. That's the easiest, the easiest and probably the fastest way to get out there and start publishing content. Yes, you're going to be on video. So if you don't want to be on video, then you'd have to do it the other way, be off camera and just narrate it. You can do it that way as well, but this is such a great strategy. And an example of this is uh, Jesse, who actually was on the podcast a while ago, and he is a listener of the podcast, but what he did, because he didn't want to launch a private label product, he didn't want to launch a physical product, uh, he wanted to just start creating content, and he was learning, and he wanted to learn more about distilling alcohol. And so what he ended up doing was he was like, you know, I hear Scott talking about publishing this content. He talked about this 52-week content strategy, and he said, I think I'm going to give that a shot. And what that basically is, guys, is one video per week is what he posted. He committed to one video per week of him documenting the process of learning how to distill alcohol, by the way, right? And he did that for 52 weeks. In his head, he said, you know what? If I get 500 subscribers on YouTube, it will be a success. Well, he got 15,000 in that first 52 weeks. And now I just looked, and I think we're just over maybe two years, 40,000 subscribers, and it's growing super fast. I'm going to actually reach out to Jesse. I'm going to try to get him back on the show because uh, he's done a lot since I last talked to him, and I want to dig in and see how things are going. All right, so that's what you can do by just having a plan. And again, the part of this episode is you need to come up with a plan, all right? You need to create a posting schedule. All right. So the first part of this uh, this session here is really identifying the content and then planning the content. All right. And right now, what I want you to do is two things. I want you to think about number one, what will be your posting schedule? Okay. What will be that? And I think to keep it really simple, it should be one thing per week, one post or one video, whatever. And you should commit to the next fifty-two weeks. I think. You should just sign up to that, right? Sign up to that commitment, all right? And no matter what, you're going to do it. And, you, and you know, your first piece of content is probably not going to be the best. It'll get better the more you do it. Pro- I promise you that, all right? So you want to create a posting schedule, all right? Now, we're going to talk more about this as well in the next session because we're going to be talking about posting the content and optimizing the content and really getting the most out of that piece of content and uh, and how to create it and all that stuff. But for now, I want you to do this. I want you to create what I'm calling content buckets, all right? And there's three different buckets, and I want you to start filling these buckets, okay? The first bucket is your questions bucket, okay? Every market has questions, basic questions. The one mistake I see a lot of people doing is they try to create one big post that that answers 10 or 15 questions, answer one question, and then I'll get people that say, well, Scott, how do you write 1,500 or 2,000 word posts on a question? It's very simple. You answer the question like almost immediately, and then from there, you elaborate on the reasons why, 
All right. And it's totally possible. And uh, I'm doing it right now in Brand Creators Academy. There's a, uh, a market and a niche that I've I've revealed inside of our academy. And I'm going through this process right now. And I'm starting with my questions bucket. That's the first one. The second bucket is product based bucket. OK, again, very easy questions. You're just giving answers, right? Products, you're just giving reviews or pros and cons. And even if you don't have these products, you can go out there and do research or have someone research it for you, okay, that does have the pros and cons. Or maybe they do the research on Amazon. They look at the top five products and they they give you the pros and the cons by what the reviews have said on Amazon, all right? So many people make this super complicated and it doesn't have to be, all right? So your questions bucket, your product-based bucket, and then your third bucket is the how-to bucket. And the reason why that one there is last on my list right now is because generally the how-to is going to take a little bit more work, a little bit more effort, okay? Unless you already are the one doing the how-to, like how to create a dovetail in a drawer, well, if you're gonna go out in your workshop and then shoot a quick video showing how to do a dovetail in a drawer, then great, there's your how-to, all right? But if you... If you're not there, if that's not what you're going to be able to do, then the best thing to do is start with questions, go to product base next, and then how to third. All right. And the how to will generally be longer. It won't be just a a 1500 word article or a, a five minute video. It might be. 10, 15 minutes, or it might be three or five or 10,000 words in a post, okay? So they're just a little bit more elaborate, okay? Or a little bit longer, all right? Now, here's another thing that I always do and I always think about, and I'm gonna give you a couple examples here, and it'll help you kind of build some framework for your content. You wanna create mini-series if you can, okay? You wanna create a theme, okay? So a perfect example of this right now, and you're going to be able to see exactly what I mean, is this six-part series on building a brand. This is a series, and this is a theme, okay? So think about that right there, all right? What I'm doing is I am taking you or the person that's listening that wants to start a brand from the very beginning to set up, and you're now ready to get traffic and turn that into revenue. Okay, everything in between, but there's a lot of steps that happen in between there. So instead of giving you a three or a four hour, like this master class that you're overwhelmed, I broke it up into chunks. It's a six part series. Okay, so that's what you can do. All right, I'll give you another example. Let's say that you were into homebrew. Okay, you were going to you were going to teach people how to do homebrewing. You know, micro brews are a big thing now. IPAs, all of that stuff. Right. So what you could do is a homebrew beginner series, okay? You would give the overall big picture process in in the first part. The second one would be the equipment that's needed that you're going to need. The next one's going to be the ingredients. The next one's going to be the steps. The next one's going to be the bottling. And then the next one's going to be the taste test, right? So there's one, two, three, four, five, six parts, right? Now, it doesn't always have to be six parts. It could be three, it could be four, however many it needs to be, but you don't want to overwhelm people either right? So this here, like this episode that I'm doing right now is all about content, right? Like identifying what content, but then creating the plan. And then now creating what I call these mini series or these themes. Okay. It just makes it super easy. Another cool thing that you could do if you were in the, in the homebrew market is brewing seasonal wheat based IPA three-part series. Okay. So again, I want to call a little time out here. What did I just do there? That's what we call a long tail keyword. 
brewing seasonal wheat based IPA, right? So that's going to be maybe a seasonal post, or maybe it's going to be a uh, post that is going to be searched all year long. I don't know. I haven't done the research, but I do know that my market is probably going to want to know how to brew seasonal beer, right? And I put the the word in there, IPA. I put wheat because I like wheat beer. Uh, You might do another one with a certain hop. Like there's so many different angles, but all you would do here is you would document the process or the journey, right? Of the brewing process. Okay. And that could be a three part, a four part, a six part series. And then the other cool thing that you've done here is you've created an asset. All right. You've created something also that you could then bundle up and you could create maybe an email opt-in to get this six part series, or maybe you can then take all of this, uh, all of these blog posts and then turn them into an ebook, or maybe you can take these and turn them into a video series, right? There's so much that you can do with it now because you've, you've thought about it right in a strategic way. So this way here, you can reuse it. And if anybody emails you on your list and says, Hey, how do I, uh, how do I do homebrew for a seasonal beer? You'd go, I got a three part series for you. Go here right? So it's, again, it's an asset that you have in your business that is going to, number one, it's going to attract the right person, all right? And it's also going to uh, potentially bring in uh, a, a sale of some kind, because as I'm going through that, I'm talking about the equipment. Well, guess what? Either I sell the equipment or I refer people to an affiliate or through an affiliate link that I would recommend, right? So that's how you can then turn that into revenue. The ingredients, maybe I partner up with someone that sells the ingredients or the hops or whatever, right? So there's all of those different ways throughout that series that the money isn't just in you selling a product. It's in, you know, teaching the process and then recommending and referring, all right? And the one thing I'm not even talking about because we're not there yet, but on the monetization side is once we start getting in this traffic, then we can start turning on what what uh, we've used in the past, uh, Ad Thrive or an ad network, which then will pay you per impression uh, on your website, which is pretty incredible. It's pretty nice, uh, I have to say. So that's what you can do, all right? But before you create content, here's what I want you to do. I want you to plan the posting schedule up front. I know it seems kind of backwards, but I want you to say to yourself, what are you going to be able to commit to? Okay, because I need you to commit to at least one per week minimum. Okay, then from there, you need to create the home base or your YouTube channel or both. All right, then from there, the same day every week, no excuses. So you might say, Yes, Scott, I'm going to commit to one per week. Okay, then I'm going to drill down a little bit deeper. What day per week? And then you're like, Uh, Fridays. Okay, good. So every Friday, there better be uh, a, uh, a video from you posted. Okay, so same day every week as if you had a deadline with a school paper, right? Or maybe it's something you had to hand into your boss if you had that type of a job, or maybe it was a job that you needed to get done because this company had hired you and they said, we need it done by this date. If it's not, then uh, we're not going to pay you like whatever, right? You need to give yourself those types of, of guidelines and deadlines. All right. So same day every week, no excuses. The other thing that you want to decide is what type of content will you create? Is it going to be written content? Is it going to be video content? Is it going to be audio content? Whatever it is, once you get that done, then we can turn it into a variety of different types of assets and other forms of content just from that one piece. But again, we'll talk about that 
at another time, okay? Now, here's the thing. You might be saying, Scott, I don't want to do any of those. Well, you can hire people to actually write for you or do a video for you. I'm sure right now you probably have someone or someone that you know that's an expert at something or is really good at something, and they don't even know it. And you can say, hey, can I pay you? Uh, 50 bucks next Saturday for uh, an hour, and I can have you show me how to, I don't know, uh, do a dovetail on, uh, you know, on a on a dresser drawer. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? So the opportunities are out there. You just have to be a little creative if you're not going to be the one creating the content. If you're doing written content, very easy to find writers. Uh, and again, I'll talk about that a little bit more as we move through this series. Okay, but for now. I need you to explore content in your market and fill your buckets. I need you to create your schedule and I need you to stick to it. All right. That's what I need from you if you want to build a brand. All right. You need to follow these steps. And like I said in the beginning of this episode, if you want any result, you got to do what? You got to take action. All right. So again, let me just wrap up here. If you have not downloaded the checklist, the uh, growth validation checklist, and the training. You're going to want to do that. That's at brandcreators.com. There's going to be resources there. And like I said, that is where everything is going to reside. Once I complete this series, that's where that will reside as well. And then the other thing is, is if you want help building your brand and you want to have support along the way, Well, depending on when you're listening to this, we do have what we call our Brand Creators Academy, which right now, currently, the time of recording this, we are closed. We open this a few times per year, but what we're doing there is we're going through this entire process. We're actually, myself, Chris Schaefer, we are going through this, building a brand from scratch, documenting the process, showing you the market, showing you the content, showing you how we're building the list, all of that stuff is being discussed and being shared inside of Brand Creators Academy. Plus, this is a big one, our entire community is doing the same. And so many of of our community members are so transparent. They're revealing their markets, their niches. And it's great because now we get to really dig in with them and strategize with them. And we meet twice a month for office hours uh, where all of your questions are answered. And we get to dig into hot seat sessions. Uh, We do deep dives every single month. We do a look under the hood of what we've done from the month before. So all of that stuff is there inside of Brand Creators Academy. But like I said, depending on when you're listening to this, we are closed, but we will be opening. And when you go to brandcreators.com and you download the checklist and go through that training, you will be the first to know when we do open enrollment to the Academy. So you're definitely going to want to do that if you're interested in joining us inside of Brand Creators Academy, which I'd love to have you. It's an awesome community, probably one of the best communities I've ever been a part of uh, with uh, with this type of uh, business stuff. It's just really, really incredible. I'm so proud of it and I'm so excited that uh, this thing is really, really taken off. So I'm just loving it. So anyway, guys, to wrap up officially Go through this content again. You're probably going to have to re-listen to this. Make sure that you download the checklist and go through that training at brandcreators.com. And uh, well, as always, I'm going to let you go because you got some work to do there, but I'm going to let you go. So just remember, as always, I am here for you and I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here in the next episode.